the B2B Messaging Podcast by Winter. Welcome back to the B2B Messaging Podcast. Today, I have Allison Wallace, Product Marketing Manager at SketchUp. Allison, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for having me, Danny. Wanted to jump right in, get to know you a little bit better. How did you end up in product marketing? Why did you choose that path? Yeah, it was a non-linear path, to say the least. In college, I wanted to be a professor because I liked research and writing. And when I graduated, I figured it'd probably be a good idea to try something else out before I dedicated maybe a decade of my life to a PhD program. And I landed in marketing and was fortunate enough to work for scaling companies and try on a lot of different marketing hats. Started out in lifecycle marketing, demand generation, marketing operations. I've kind of seen it all, but I kept coming back to these fundamental questions about the customer. What are their pain points? What keeps them up at night? Why are our solutions uniquely suited to solve their problems? And I realized those are product marketing questions. And so I eventually moved into that role and I haven't looked back. So how is messaging currently being done at SketchUp? Yeah, so we have a scrappy but a productive product marketing team of two right now. And we're responsible for positioning and messaging for the company. Yeah, I would say our process is the product marketing function is responsible for articulating who our target customers are, value propositions, needs, providing that framework. And then we have other parts of our organization who take it and run with it to produce other types of copy and storytelling. Oftentimes in a smaller team, it's a collaborative effort, but who comes up with the key messages that you want sent out to the market? Yeah, it definitely is a collaborative effort. You're 100% correct. We're constantly working across product, customer success, sales to make sure we're aligned internally. But the product marketing function at SketchUp is responsible for those key messages. And we're sourcing that from our voice of customer research working with our market research teams for data validation, but ultimately the PMMs are responsible. Is it also your responsibility then, or who at the company takes the messaging and turns it into website copy? Yeah, so we have a creative team responsible for content, video, as well as imagery for our campaigns. And so typically what our PMM team does is create a brief of some sort, Sometimes it's a creative brief, a positioning brief, and we kind of set up all of the elements for how our team can leverage those messages, use cases, target segments, and really run with it in terms of campaigns. But when there's a particularly productive PI cycle, let's say, and we have a lot of things launching, I'll sometimes jump in, roll up my sleeves and you know, write landing page copy. How do you know that the messaging you're sending out to the market is working? Yeah, it's a great question. We use a mix of qualitative and quantitative techniques to evaluate messaging efficacy. So on the qualitative side, we're doing voice of customer research. Oftentimes we use our beta programs before we're going to launch a new capability. And we're testing those messages while the product is evolving 
It's usually towards a closed beta group. Sometimes it's an open beta group, so we have more users, but that's normally a good gauge before bringing something to market. Once it's in market, paid media is a great platform for us to iterate quickly and efficiently. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook for us are good channels to test out different messaging because we're usually able to evaluate performance in a couple weeks and then we can tweak and iterate as we go. Do you follow any metrics to help you measure the efficacy of your messaging? Yeah. So on the paid side, I mean, we'll look at metrics like engagement in platform, click-through rate, sometimes out of platform into the content itself. But we're also, you know, a B2B and B2C SaaS company. So we're looking at bottom of funnel metrics too, like return on ad spend, contact sales form signups. So depending on the campaign strategy, we can look all the way down to actual revenue return to see how well a message is performing. Very nice. It's often an ongoing or a continual process doing these campaigns. What are the activities on an ongoing basis that you use to improve the messaging or positioning? Yeah, I mean, we could always be doing more, I will say, to refine our messages and make sure that we're hitting targets. But like I said, in platform, we're not only looking at those engagement and conversion metrics, but also what are the comments on organic and paid social posts that we can glean new insights out of. We recently ran an awareness and perception survey where we um, asked different target segments how they perceived our brand in relation to different product pillars and value propositions. One insight we gleaned from that survey was that our markets didn't perceive our solutions as supporting their sustainability initiatives. SketchUp is a 3D design and communication platform primarily for creative professionals. And so we use those insights from that survey to then direct some new messaging strategy to help articulate how our solutions can help designers design more sustainable buildings. And so we're using the surveys themselves to both inform our messaging strategy, and then we'll survey again to see if we move the needle in terms of perception. I like that. So that feeds into my next question. With the feedback that you get with these surveys or the research that you do, how often do you make updates or changes to the messaging or the positioning? Yeah, well, for us, I would say positioning changes less frequently, right? That is where you're articulating who your target markets are and why do they really care about your solution. So for us, maybe twice a year, we're looking at that. If we're trying to enter a new market or maybe we're disrupting some of our current technologies, maybe we're looking at that more frequently, but typically twice a year for positioning. Messaging, however, when we're trying to articulate the value of certain capabilities or products Quarterly at the least, if we have a really heavy release cycle like we're in now, I mean, we're looking at it monthly to make sure that we're tailoring the right message and talking about new capabilities and products appropriately. So this next question is a little bit more personal to you. Is there a specific product or a launch or a company that you had the most fun working on the messaging? Yeah, that's a great question. I had an experience recently, actually two weeks ago, 
it wasn't necessarily a major launch, but it lit a light bulb in my head around messaging that I want to share with you, which is we launched a new capability in beta a couple weeks ago that allows designers to take their iPad, scan an interior space, and then start modeling in 3D right away. And so I was at a trade show talking about this new capability to a user and they asked me, okay, well, how is this new capability different from XYZ? And so as I started to set up the pitch, I was like, well, you know, you can take your iPad, you can scan your space. And then, and then before I could finish the sentence, they had completed the value proposition for me. They were like, oh yeah, and it's all in 3D and in one app. And I was like, yes, that is exactly it. And so it was really validating to have a customer literally take the words from my mouth because we were so on point with our message. And it kind of gave me that validation I needed to take it back to the team and continue to kind of prove out our hypothesis. But it was so good that I felt like I had to share that moment with you. To become great at crafting messaging, what do you think is necessary? I would say be a curious consumer in addition to being a producer or a writer. So observe brands around you, how they're telling their story, think about the campaigns that are really compelling to you and then spend time trying to deconstruct what they're doing. And also, you know, look outside your vertical, right? We often talk about getting a lot of inspiration from B2C brands. Yes. And I would say expand your horizons to see what other type of industries are, are, are doing to help inform your own strategy. But yeah, be a curious observer would be my, my best recommendation. In your opinion, being a curious observer, where are the best places to go learn, to go observe? Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn has been, has become my channel of choice, like personally and professionally at this point. I follow Emma Stratton. She's great. She writes about messaging, positioning, as well as copy. Also, Reforge is a great PMM resource for teams. They have a new product marketing course that I recently took that helped kind of change the way I think about positioning and providing frameworks for how you kind of anchor your product story around particular narrative structures. But yeah, I would say those two are great resources that I lean on regularly, as well as the LinkedIn feed. There's a lot of talented PMMs out there that are more than willing to share information. Winter is among them, right? Produces a lot of great content too. So check out LinkedIn. Allison, I really appreciate you being on today. Once again, Allison Wallace, Product Marketing Manager at SketchUp. Do you have any parting words of wisdom, any tips or advice that have helped you throughout your career? Yeah, one kind of tactical tip that I've been leveraging when I've been creating messaging that's been helpful. It's not revelatory, but we've started to actually pull up customer insights and transcripts while we're writing. So we use a tool called Dovetail that will auto transcribe video interviews that we do with customers. You can then tag them and organize them into insights. And so I've started to pull up that content while I'm writing 
so that I can pull the customer's words out of that transcript and put it in messaging. And I'm just finding that it instantly makes things more authentic and powerful when you're using customers' words in your messaging. So if you haven't done that tip yet, definitely start there. It always seems to get the creative juices flowing and leads to punchier messages. That is a great tip. I like that. Well, thanks so much for being on today again. Thanks so much. This is B2B Messaging Podcast. We'll catch you next time.